you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Previously. McDonald's didn't offer all-day breakfast. What's next? Oakland's playing New York somebody. I don't know which one. Who are you taking in this one, MJD? The Jags. Fair enough. All right, whatever. That's fine. Ike, who you got? Um, you said Detroit, right? Fix it in editing. Who cares? Until the gates to a new world were opened. Oh, all right, it's time for a game pick. Real quick, Packers-Broncos, who you got? Broncos. You're both right. Let's eat, everybody! Football fans, it's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's All Day Breakfast. I'm loving it. Who wouldn't love it? I don't know who couldn't love the freedom to eat breakfast when you choose. Let's say hello to everybody here in Studio 66. We are chock full here of some colleagues that you may watch in the mornings, Monday through Friday on NFL HQ, on NFL Network. First of all, let's say hello to our returning pal here. He brought some friends along with him. He is our resident Dallas Cowboys fan. You read his work on NFL.com, the power rankings, the picks, so on and so forth. It's Elliot Harrison. What's the poop, fella? What's up, man? You guys got all changed and all comfy. I'm still in the same sweaty pits. 
button-down shirt and blazer. I guess I didn't have to throw the sweaty bits out. Yeah, that was a little too. Ah, well, it's swampy. It's more swampy. You uh, you kind of got undressed. Bad breath that you, we have to deal with. Yeah, you yeah. got the, you kind of got undressed. You, you got like, three buttons unbuttoned. It looks like on your button. You button always tell me how much you like the man. Bro. I'm all man. Yeah. I show I show what I have to the ladies. They love it. They love it. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a handsome man. What can I do? Hey, uh, seated to, uh, to my immediate left now, one of your colleagues. From NFL HQ, she is a SoCal resident, born and raised, and the host of HQ, Erin Coscarelli. How I, are you? I'm Welcome the, to the show. You know, I have a confession. We were talking about McDonald's. You know, I crushed two sausage egg McMuffins two days ago. Oh, wow. Two, not one. I had two of those. So it actually Uh-oh. made me dance kind of like... A sausage egg McMuffin? Is, is that where they put well, the egg on top of the I think we have to... You know what? I I think we have the makings of a uh, of an egg McMuffin off between you and one Maurice Jones Drew, as you may have <laughs> seen on the video but, I mean, there. They They're say amazing. sometimes two is better than one. I mean, so That's why true. not have... It's an it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> MJD. Yeah, there, there were. We're going there. There, yeah. there was a bounty of. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean like two picks and a two two egg McMuffins. What? I, personally, I like two hash browns. I, I'm not a hash brown person. Oh, the hash browns are very good. I now let's that. say hello. You hear his voice already. He is a Penn State alumnus. Yes. I remember watching him vault over uh, the Pitt wait, offensive wait, line. Can you rephrase that? Uh, he is the. Thanks. The the yeah. alumnus. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. The the chief. Outside of Much Jack Ham and, and Franco. Oh, look. See, and he's, he's talking Mitchell. my language. Lydell Mitchell. Good Thank grief. It is. You watched him play in the NFL for many moons. Now you watch him on HQ as well. LeVar Arrington. What's the poop with you, fella? Oh, man, I'm feeling really good. Happy to be here. I'm poised to give you guys a good performance on your show. Mm. Well, listen, I hope as a Pittsburgh native that it will inspire our favorite football well, team, LeVar, the Pittsburgh what? Steelers, to a victory. I'm, I'm sure. thinking maybe we'll do so well that McDonald's will do what they do in Pittsburgh, which is name a sandwich after us. Oh, oh very some interesting of that stuff. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Right. Alderdice uh, alumnus as well, or the Alderdice alumnus. You're well. the Alderdice. I'm the North Hills. I'm. Oh, you're North Hills. I'm the North Hills. I thought you were Dice for some no, reason. No, I'm not a Dice. All right, coming anyway, up, as you can see, yeah. those of us watching so, on video. Uh, <laughs> we can just leave. We are going to see football baby, football baby, the baby who picks football games. He is now 48-17 lifetime. He's on a hot streak again this year. The Red Challenge Flag Pick segment, the first ever three-way action we'll have on the uh, on the Red Challenge Flag Pick segment. Kibitz with us, hashtag DDFP. Hit us up on Twitter. We love hearing from you. And, of course, to the audio listener, shout out. Thanks for listening on iTunes, Stitcher, or otherwise. We continue to work the kinks out as we try to balance video with audio. Fits and starts, but we appreciate those of you who are hanging with us, consuming it however you want on YouTube, NFL.com, NFL Now. Like I say, Stitcher, iTunes, Have you and seen beyond. Football Baby? No. You'll see yeah, him momentarily. I've heard of it. Let's let me let's let's Sounds talk crazy. a little something with Lavar, who is joining us uh, for the first time. Something I wanted to talk with you about is Cam Chancellor. Back in the playoffs last year, you may recall, not once but twice, vaulted the, the Carolina line of scrimmage to uh, to try and block yeah. Graham Gano's kicks there. Mm. And now we you know Troy Polamalu did some of that. We've seen Jamie Collins of the uh, New England Patriots do it here. Here's a, you know by the way Cam Chancellor, the thing about that, it seems superhuman that he vaults the line of scrimmage twice in a row, but how athletic is he? He never touches the ball. Either one. Hey fella, I thought you were athletically gifted. Block the ball, you know. 
But anyway, it's all LeVar. For show. It's easy. All for show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, you put on a great show, yeah, but exactly. you didn't do anything, actually. At least finish it. Now, LeVar Arrington, do you feel that this needs to once and for all, when, whenever that happens, that they need to call it the LeVar Leap? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not that stuck on myself. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the, everything has origins. And sometimes the origin may get lost in translation of how many times it's been done. Um, so I don't have a problem when people reference Troy Palomalu doing it or no. somebody else. Wrong answer. <laughs> don't be modest. Listen, you're his colleagues on the show. You have to perpetuate. If he's going to play the modest angle, you guys have to push this. The LeVar leap every time they do it. Listen, LeVar is called all mammal for a reason. That's the right. man is legit, okay? I mean, every time he's on set, he, like, polarizes everybody. Oh, he's just geez. gigantic. Have I become a Mammleton? Am I, am I, you know, I mean, after you're like how, a many, baby how many mammal. months? You're a baby yeah, now. You're getting there. I'm getting there? Yes, you how are. How many times have I'm you done there. the LeVar leap? Do you know? Can you even um, tell? Maybe four times. And you've connected I, with the I, ball I, every time? I was doing it since high school, as a matter of fact. I can remember the first time I did it was against Seneca Valley, and that would have been my senior year in high school. I did it, I did it three times in high school. Um, I did it once in, in college. So. Did you play the game when, you, when, when Gateway upset North Hills 7-6? No. to six? I attended that one. That's no. why I bring that You're up. You're older than me. By a wide margin. I look old. Wide right, not, wide I'm right. Not yeah. as old as as that game. And I have a youthful look about yes, me. Yes, yes, yes. You do. My, youthful my energy. Stage. Yes, absolutely. Lavar, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is I, I mentioned it to you a few days back. Your hair. I always yes. wonder about if there's an if there's a code of ethics with having long hair on the football field. It occurs to me every time I see anybody running around with it, especially if they handle the football. What are the rules on tackling a guy by his hair? Okay, here's LeVar's rules of of hair pooling. I'm allowed to pull yours when I'm trying to make a play, but you're not allowed to pull mine. Mm. Ah, That that makes sense, though. I think that there's some logic to that. I know that that's a one-way street, and and I get that. And Listen, I didn't have – my hair was not this long. When when I was playing, for those you you guys may want to see what it looks like here. Let let, let me pull. It's one. prodigious. Here, here here I'll pull one out so I can put it on the table. How about that? And then we can. Wow. It's pretty long, so it's it's grab it's grabbable, right? Yeah. Um, I I would not want somebody to pull my hair if I was mm-hmm. a ball carrier. I, I would say there's a whole lot of other places you could try to make contact with mm-hmm. me. But in the spirit of the game, your hair is considered to be. A part of your uniform. I would do it for sure. You know, I mean, wouldn't you? Like Ricky Williams once got tackled by the hair, yeah. and he had the temerity to complain. Like that was that was butch. Don't let your hair hang out of the back of your head, one, ball carrier. The one thing I can't seem to understand, maybe you can help me understand, since you've got the facial hair, is this beard thing that's going on. Like that's Weddle has it, Fitzpatrick yeah. has it. I mean, first of all, the the chin strap alone mm-hmm. would seem like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable, oh, not it. really conducive. To that's the because sport. Kyle Orton's always been ahead of the curve with everything. <laughs> I think, I think that I, I think Can where it started among professional athletes, it started with the hockey players. They started to yeah, get a lot of attention playoff. for having the playoff beards, and I think all the other Everybody athletes wanted, wanted a piece just, of that action. You know what? When you guys were talking about tackling right. with by the hair, the first guy I can remember getting tackled by his hair. Troy Palomalu. Yeah, against let's show Kansas that. City, Larry I think Jones. we have that for yeah. the video uh, consumers here. Let's show that play. Yes, in fact, was that your teammate, Larry Johnson? At yes, Penn he State? was. Yes, he was my teammate. 
We're taking a look at it in Heinz Field. Palomalu running free after picking the ball off. And Larry Johnson reaches out and tackles him by the oh. hair. Oh. The dirty thing about that oh. tackle is he <laughs> held on a lot longer than he had to. Then he, he came up. Yeah. I mean, that's got to hurt, right, guys? You, you do no? know that's, that's Ike hurt. Taylor that's pushing on him after the play. <laughs> I, I'm sure you'll enjoy that. That that's Ike. That's that's. Lamar, do you even him. feel that though? I mean, you're in such an adrenaline. Uh, I'm sure he felt that. <laughs> he he certainly felt that. Look, and then he can't. Here's the thing, right? Like that right there. Like Troy Palomalu is a better man than me. Because <laughs> you would have done what? I I would have finished the game, but we would have had to meet after the game. Like as soon as that game hits four zeros, I'm going right after Larry Johnson. You know, interesting <laughs> fact. I don't know. It to be a hundred percent true, but they say that Troy got his hair insured for something like five million dollars. That or is like in that fact after, true, right? Yes, by Head and Shoulders. Yeah, oh, really, amazing. they did. Yes. Well, the great I would have been like, pull cool, this dang thing five out. Million. <laughs> five million. I'm gonna collect five million. Pull my hair. Outrageous. He was making a lot of money. He didn't I have to do that. He didn't have to do that whole little hand. Oh, come up? Yeah. You know, he came up with it like it was going yeah. to still LeVar, be in his hand. LeVar and I park our cars in the same garage on the subject because I just this morning did my usual bit when trying to merge from the 101 onto the 405 where I bypass everybody in a long line, about a half mile long. I bypass everybody and go right to the front of the merge. In oh, place. I do that. It's people get angry. Does that make me a bad person? I always, when somebody oh. does that to me, I am outraged. Oh, me too. I get so mad. What, yeah. How dare you cut me in yeah. line? I have been so respectful and waited, and then I do it. But then the when the people honk at me, it's like, ah, settle down, Granny. You got to let me in. over. Yeah. That's the funny thing is you got to let them over, too. So it's like kind of like how you're feeling that day. Do I want to get over and do that? or do Sometimes I, wanna... sometimes I don't. Sometimes I try to go so fast, I don't let them in, and then... I feel really good about myself. I'm like, sorry. You does your get Jetta, it. does it, like, how fast does it accelerate? It doesn't go very fast, oh. but I'm a jerk. She okay. drives a Benz, man. No. Oh, I thought it was that's a, a baller. That is, uh, that's not I'm just a trying Jetta. to follow in LeVar's footsteps, that's, that's all. Bad. Now let's now talk about, and again, we'll get to all the picks in just a little bit <laughs> here <laughs> as we sit on the cusp of week eight oh, Sunday football again. action. Let's so talk about, as we do every week, who are you loving? I'm going to start with ladies first. Aaron Coscarelli, who are you Some loving? Respect. You know what, Dan Campbell, I heard that uh, players are willing to go through a brick wall for the man. I mean, he's certainly done his job for the team. He's reinvigorated it. He's refreshed it. He's gotten that run game going. I, I got to like Dan Campbell and what he's doing. And I want to ask you guys this question. If indeed he beats the Patriots, is this guy up for permanent head coach? I mean, does he deserve it then at this point to be not just the interim coach, maybe the head coach? For the I, rest of the way, and perhaps in the future. I think if they're competitive in New England, he deserves it. I mean, you know, it, it's so hard to find that guy. And if you find a guy that's having some success and the players want to play for him, and he already kind of knows, there's there's culture with every single team. So you got a guy that's already been in the right. building, he's already been around the team, he knows the management, he knows the scouting department. You hire a new guy, you don't just hire a new guy, right? Sure. You hire staff, sometimes scouting department gets changed. Why have all that upheaval if you're having some success? That said, if they lose 42 to 17 at New England, then I'm not thinking that way because they've, I don't want to say they've played two cupcakes, but they've right. played two, two cupcakes. Texans and yeah. the Titans. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I think if he wins, that they should seriously consider it because you're building something. I mean, that's the whole premise of bringing in the right guy, right? Mm -hmm. Is to build something. So if, he, if he's able to get that win, 
you know, well, the, three games in. The thing with, building. as Dan Campbell has discussed himself, he's not getting into the in, into the positional rooms as much. It's sort of like the Herm Edwards effect that he sort of, it seems to me, guys. F- yeah, floats from room to room and g- gets in there and rah-rahs a little bit and then leaves uh, the X's and O's to his coordinators. You're only as good as your assistant coaches. The head coach is the GM of, of the entire group, right? So you bring them together. Here are, here, here's our list of things to do. Here are our goals. How do you apply? How do you apply? You have to be able to delegate the, the duties and the responsibilities if you're going to have success as a head coach. You can't try to be everything to everyone and be a successful head coach. Well, and I think what's interesting is he's 39. He's the youngest coach right now in the NFL. And I want to say maybe not even five years ago, wasn't he the intern? Wasn't he a coaching intern? He wasn't really that much involved mm-hmm. in the coaching aspect. And just to see how far he's come. I thought he was on the. I thought he was a WWE bad guy or something like that. That's he's how he looks. I love the dip. I, that's the. He looks I'm, like. I'm all for any coach right? that uh, cuts a different figure than the rest of the coaches. Bum Phillips. I still. I still pine for the days of bum out there in his cowboy uh, hat, in his ten gallon hat, and his cowboy boots and everything else. We need more guys. The best though, little man, little is when they played at Pittsburgh and it was raining in the championship, and he had the wrap around the yes. cowboy hat so it didn't get wet. But he wouldn't yeah. wear it in under a dome because his mama taught oh, him. You geez. know, you, you don't uh, do that indoors. Uh, God's watching. All right, <laughs> Elliot Harrison, who are you loving? I'm loving the Packers defense, man. I I, I just think mm-hmm. that you, we talk about Aaron Rodgers all the time. Undercovered, that's right. Yeah. You're right. When they went to the Super Bowl and won in 2010, Dom Capers had that defense playing ball, and and that's the that's the difference this year as well. If you recall in 2011, Dave, they started out like what 11 and 0. They lost in Kansas City. They ended up losing the playoffs to the Giants because the Giants played defense. Mm-hmm. You can't win in January if you can't at least run the ball viably. You don't have to be a top five running team. But you've got to be able to run the ball in spots, and you've got to have a decent defense. And the Packers have that now. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to do as much, and that's a good thing. Yeah, and we'll see if Eddie Lacy can turn it around there. But you're absolutely right, and that should have been that 15-1 and Packers team should have been. I talked about it on the Sheck Report this week. We need our generation. You know, in the 70s, we got the two best. The Steelers and, and uh, Cowboys played each other a couple of times. The 80s, we got to see the Niners and the Broncos. And in the 90s, we saw Cowboys. the Cowboys and Bills. Now we need to see it's a quarterback league. We need to see Rodgers v. Brady. we got to settle this one once and for all. Who are you loving, LeVar? Uh, I'm loving Carolina. You know, you look at You look at what Cam Newton has been able to do, and we're talking about Aaron Rodgers all the time. Look at what Cam Newton has been able to do with less and, right. and had that type of success. And also the defense. You know, they're playing so well together as a team. I think that, I mean, for them to be undefeated after losing Kelvin Benjamin, you know, some of the games they lost, Luke Keekley, mm-hmm. uh, and for them to still maintain uh, the trajectory that they've had this season, I think that they have had the most impressive season uh, so far of any teams. Do you I think this it. is hyperbolic for me to say, EH has heard me say this, uh, now I'll throw it at uh, you, Aaron, and LeVar, is, I, you know, it's paradoxical. I think Aaron Rodgers goes down. If he wins one more ring, he will be known as the greatest quarterback of all time. Then again, Tom Brady is the reigning uh, holder of that crown. Just so you know, Tom Brady is going another 10 years. So that's what I've heard. Just so you know, retire. you can't go back to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania after making those statements. But I just thought <laughs> I'd say that on camera. So I, I hear you, just man. To, just to put it in, in well, proper perspective. Any Steelers fans know it's not comfortable to admit this. I don't like saying it, but Tom Brady happens to own the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, and yeah, but, but what about 
Another uh, guy Ringgold's. What about Ringgold's finest? You know, what, what? Come on, man. Do your history now. I well, what no about, one brags what? more on the names Namath, Marino. Come on, go That's one more. Unitas, Montana. There you, there you go. go. Hey, Jim uh, Kelly. Yeah. Hey, look there. There's uh, if you look at uh, if you're watching the show, you can see in the background there a young Dave Damashek taking a picture upon the knee of 18-year-old Danny Marino at Pitt. That's right. Well, I like that. I, 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 I think Danny Marino is, is a fine quarterback and a fine man. But when you talk about greatest quarterback of all time, there's no way you can start the conversation without having Joe Montana lead it off. I agree. I'm just, I, I'm, I am so I, on board with it. And we, you you know what? We had him uh, on HQ a couple weeks ago. Right, yeah. I, you got to, What was that like? I mean, being from well, where you are to sit with him and, and it, It's talk. just, you know, what's cool about that is him being from West PA – I actually, in this life, have my name mentioned in the same sentence as Joe hmm. Montana. That's you know, cool. when they say greatest football players to ever come from a place, they say my name That's with Joe great. Montana's name. Yeah. I, LeVar, you're perfect cool. to do this. But in the offseason, let's, uh, as they say uh, in show business, put a pin in that one. Let's, but we, in the offseason, need to get together. I love doing regional teams, putting yep. together oh, the best teams by that. cities. Love to do that. It's really fun. We did that a couple years ago. That would be a good one. Sure. Put together the all-Pittsburgh team for all of time. We have a good all-Pittsburgh team. Who would be the starting QB? You go Montana. I, I would have to give some serious thought to go in Marino, but the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers now hails from the state of Ohio. That's Which why I'm... almost like Pittsburgh. I suppose. You That's know, why I'm loving... They us because they can't win anything. Bengals, Steelers, Heinz Field... Potentially, the AFC North crown hangs in the balance here. If the Bengals win this one, it's going to be awfully hard for Pittsburgh or the other couple, well, the other couple of teams, forget them, um, to, to get caught up here. What I'm not loving is LeVar, and you kind of touched on it there. It's ironic and sad for the people of Ohio that they are b- divided by that border, and on their side, they have bum football. But History they have Ohio football. State. All right, but you know, I'm talking pro same. football. It's really not, because if you live in Youngstown or Cincinnati or Cleveland, you're not saying, oh, I love Columbus, Ohio. Like, it's, it's not the same. <laughs> I, that's right. But that's and, all you have. Well, listen, yeah. here's the thing. We'll see what the Steelers yeah, can do with a hobbled Big Ben Roethlisberger this weekend. Mm. Yeah, I also love his John Wayne bit, too. The head coach has already announced you're starting the game, and Roethlisberger's like, I don't know. I don't know if I can go. I don't know, but I think magically he'll be able to go come Sunday morning. But either way, the thing that I feel sad for, for I feel bad that those people, they have the Hall of Fame, but of course, uh, Pittsburgh has all the, uh, the Lombardi trophies. Mm. The only thing Ohio has going for it is that Ohio River, the mighty Ohio. That created well, all. Even Pittsburgh owns the Ohio River. Where does that Ohio Right, start? that is right, Arrington. Yeah, yeah. This thing, this all their commerce, their only relevance is owed to having the mighty Ohio. But where does it begin? It where begin. is it formed? Yes. When the Allegheny Monongahela oh, converged to form the Ohio, I say it gets renamed the, the, the Steel Curtain River, I the like Lemieux that. River, the like Mean that. Joe River. Oh, wow. The, the Arrington River. We watch football oh, wow. now. I just wanted we to. We just went throwback. Yeah. I kind of like that. But right. that's why Ohio is like Black-tie. Pennsylvania. We, it's we like watch football, baby, now. Except without yeah. the Lombardi Trophy. Maybe they we should have it the Pittsburgh zero. River. How about that? Good with me. Ohio River. How dare you steal our river. That's ridiculous. Black tie. It's an hour. We had to give them something, right? That's I get right. We took Roethlisberger and Noel. They took our river. I'll call it even, I okay. guess. All right. All right, let's take another look here. Oh, I have some picks here for you. I got a visit. I was trying to get through my picks, but I was paid a visit by me, future Dave. Take a look. Oh, wow.
Great work, Daves. Love both of you guys. All right, now it's time for very important stuff. Yes, the moment is drawing ever closer where we will issue our red challenge flag picks for week eight, and we will tell you who's going to win the biggest games here. But of course, we're just amateurs compared to the true master here. 18 and 7. Oh, no, wait, he's 17 and 5, I think, on the year. He's uh, he's now 48 and 17 lifetime, something like that. Remarkable. I'm speaking, of course, a football baby, the baby who picks football games. Let's see what he thinks like about it. this week. Football baby, the baby who picks football games. Yes, happy Halloween, everybody. And uh, again, to, the, to our audio listeners, for some of these things, you can go on YouTube or NFL.com and watch and see what Football Baby Football about Baby. Quite the legend. Choose. So passionate, brought Baby yeah. to tears. Well, it was yeah. so serious oh, about that. You know what's the weirdest What was the yeah. Packer there, though? I said the Broncos Packers. What was your... It was a dog, but he was wearing a Packers onesie. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's what happened there. But yeah, like I say, he's Running 48. Out of props. I think he's 48 and 17 lifetime, which is, I mean, by any that's measure, a, that's pretty good. That's full. The craziest thing of all about Football Baby is that there are cynics. You know, everybody has to be an online cynic, vapid cynic. What's a baby? No. They, I get hit up with like, well, clearly, <laughs> clearly you rig that. Rig? How could I rig it? That's the, we just showed you those in front of the games. Well, well because they're your picks. They're your picks, really. No, no. I my picks disagree so with his all the time. Much credit, huh? I got to call you on one thing. I mean, the, the Seahawk was clearly a lot cuter than your little Tony Dorsett <laughs> doll. I mean, of course, any, you know. And the Bronco horse. Of course, he's going to grab the Seahawk. I would the, the Bronco horse. What? No matter what. I like it when you use the My Little Pony for Colts. So Every, that, that's strong. <laughs> that's a strong move. Everyone's a critic, but you can't argue with the results there. All right, now it's our turn, everybody. Yes, at long last, it is time for the Red Challenge Flag Pick segment. Red Challenge Flag Picks. I always like it better when Elliot sings it. He won my heart with his he acapella version. Go ahead voice. and do it. Red challenge flag picks. All right, yeah. now I'm yeah. in the mood. Kinda, now like, I'm ready. I felt to... like David Bowie was in the room. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like I needed to John get a Von guitar. And I appreciate that, Clark. I'm like Ziggy Stardust. Um, all right, so let's get into it here. The rules are very simple, or actually, they're a little overcomplicated for picking games. One of you will tell me who you think is going to win just by naming the team. Now, this is our first three-way action here. You'll have two people who have the option of throwing the red challenge flag to challenge that picks to start us off. Elliot, show us how it's done. Packers, Broncos, choose. <laughs> I'm taking the Packers. Oh, a red challenge flag flying All already right. from the direction of Lavar Arrington. Coscarelli pockets hers. Arrington, why are you saying the Broncos? Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Broncos here because for one. Peyton Manning's got a little bit of time to rest himself. He went back, checked out the Tennessee Volunteers. They lost a big hmm. game, I think, against Alabama. He's going to want to avenge them and sing some Rocky Top. Uh, he's going to come in ready to play, and that defense, they're going to be ready I to play. I kind of buy that. If you're ever going to see 18 play as close to what we associate with number come, 18. Come right on bad, out of a bye week. Right, coming out of the bye, because after this, I hate to be a curmudgeon about it, but listen— even Jeff Saturday, I saw him earlier in the week acknowledging, yes, clearly the arm strength 
is gone for Peyton. And I don't know if anybody's calling him a hater. Of course, I always get called a hater when I acknowledge and the reality playing, of it. They're playing in the altitude as well. That's they a are good in point. Denver. You gotta go yeah. to Denver. But when I, I have a better arm than Peyton Manning, and I have a great arm, but probably not as good as a pro player, you should be concerned. I'm a little nervous, so I'm going with Elliot. Not throwing the challenge flag. Coscarelli, I would never you, do that to you're me. on record though. That. You're going Packers. I, I don't know that Packers. I like that trend. I, I don't. I don't want that trend. I don't. I felt mm-hmm. a little. I felt a little abandoned by you. Sorry about that, Lavar. But I have no faith in Peyton Manning. Oh. That running game's a little. You're, you're supposed to have faith in me and football, baby. I let Coscarelli. If you, I, I'll need proof of uh, this arm strength, throw a red challenge flag when you're ready to prove it. Oh, you got uh, it. Uh, take that Green Bay off of Lavar. Lavar went with the Broncos. I will. You got it. It's there. Where is it? It's there. It's okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see it. Spell your name right. Too. As you see, Damashek goes Packers, right. or or I am going Packers because Rogers also coming off a bye. And uh, just that defense, I'm with Elliot. I think the defense, I mean, you know, listen. It's Denver's all Green def- Bay groupies. It's going to be room. a good game, though. Battle the undefeated. And I think uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch no matter what. But oh, Fantasy enthusiasts, nice. Elliot, uh, correct me if uh, you disagree here, but I think now we're going to start to see, just like we did in 2014, Eddie Lacy's going to look different now the rest of the season. I bet you he gets it going. He'll be another factor. I hope you're right. But I also or point to the defense, starts. like you say. I, I think it's just not something people I think are really Starks talking about. I think to probably have a better game than Lacy at this point. He's playing I'm well right Starks. now. Right that hot hand. Mm-hmm. The guy who's been Could very be. quiet has been Randall Cobb. You know, when Jordy Nelson went down, everyone thought he was going to be the man. Randall Cobb hasn't done jack. I think he's playing with a bum shoulder. I had to, I'm sitting him this week. James Jones, same thing, you thinking? They're I would play James Jones. Down. They're going to lock him down. You think they're going to lock him down? Lock him down. This will be interesting. Is that another challenge flag you're throwing at EH? Nope. Okay. That, there won't be enough. Next game, Aaron Coscarelli, I'll start with you. Raiders I'm hosting so glad. the Jets. How yeah. say you? I'm really glad that you guys hold the flag. Are you just pretending to throw it because you're no, mad at me no. right now? That's fine. No, that's um, I'm going Raiders. I love the no, car. No, no, oh, oh, oh. oh, All you have to do is say your team name, and now she gets pelted with red challenge Salt. flags from everywhere. <laughs> what? Okay. Elliot Harrison, I'll start I, with you. I, why, why are you I said Raiders, and I, I hold by my We have choice. seen Amari Cooper tear it up. He is going to face the biggest challenge he's ever faced in his athletic life this weekend, which means they're going to have to lean on Latavius Murray. That Jets front's number one run defense in the league, man. It's no joke. Give me the Jets. Not only the pressure from that defensive front, but as you mentioned, that secondary, it's going to be difficult. And they're going to have to be able to read those defenses that are being dialed up by such, you know, they're they're masterful and and bowls and how they, they really, really bring those different schemes to blitz. But, hey, let's not... We're showing the offense because of that guy right there, number 15. He has quietly been having a pretty, pretty productive year. And I think he's going to be poised to, to kind of rectify what he may feel or some may feel um, was a mishap on on his behalf on, in last week's game. They, I mean, Marshall? they were about they were about to beat the Patriots in Gillette Stadium. How and then you, you drop the ball. Don't you drop think the ball literally? Dropping. Well, the ball. also he gets the procedure penalty like, as time expires. Yeah, I thought right. that. You know what? I, I don't want to be too uh, lax about it, but really, shouldn't the official have eaten that flag? 
It was really close enough. Let them run the play. Don't I mean, run I, the play. Why not? The Raiders. I really did. I really, in school. the moment, I thought, that, that's come on, that's Bush. So do I get to throw flag flags at you guys when you're all wrong on the Raiders? I know. I also have the Raiders along with you there. You know what? I've learned, LeVar, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but a <coughs> lot of guys I've been talking to point this out. I always thought that thing about traveling across the country. It's like, how big a deal is that? So you take a nap on the plane or you take a nap when you get to the hotel. Apparently, that's bigger than I consider It's it a big be. deal. All right, the Jets deal. now off, coming off uh, what was an important game to them, I'm sure. Emotional loss to them. <laughs> is, there flying over there. is there a difference between performing when we go on air mm-hmm. and performing yes. right now? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's a big deal when your mm-hmm. body clock has to do something different than what it usually yeah. does. I mean, you want to get your body acclimated as quickly as possible to that time change. And I think the Raiders are coming off a huge win. I know it's just uh, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. They're not the strongest team defensively right now, but I think there's momentum with them. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And I think it's a newfound momentum that they haven't had in a really long time, so they're ready to prove people wrong. I think they're feeling it right yeah. now. I agree with you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that um, this is a— way more competitive than what they have been. And this is a Jack playoff. Del Rio. That, this, yeah. this, has, this could lead to a playoff spot, to a wild card spot for one of these two teams here. And, of course, the Raiders are traveling to Pittsburgh in a couple uh, of weeks. You know, so those are big wild. games now all of a sudden for the Raiders, <laughs> you know, especially we, if they win this one. We are poor corporate shills. You mentioned our time. We should mention when we're even on the air. I did mention oh, did 7 you? to 9, I didn't, Monday through Friday. I didn't think about it. I was like, duh. Next up. Hey, in- by the way, great uni matchup. I just got to point that out. Jets, Raiders. Come on, man. Raiders, Jets. Yes. It's a wonderful one. Yes. Amazing. The Heidi Bowl. Yeah, it's, it's really as good as Very classic uniform. Yeah, it yeah. really is nice. AFL shootout. Although I don't think this one will be a shootout. Seahawks at the Cowboys. LeVar, how say you? Oh, Seahawks. And I know they're going into Texas. Lamar, and please, listen, I know that. Please, no, you say your name. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, da- oh, yeah. yeah. Elliot, Seattle. anyone want to throw Seattle. it? Oh, no. wow. Oh, everyone's yeah. going to eat. Okay. I know better than that to okay. go against the Seahawks with Matt Castle in and Des Bryant's. We can breeze through this one. I think we're all taking the Seahawks. You know how I, don't good know this that, I don't know, by the way, that the Seahawks are all the way back. I think that the Rams might beat them out for the playoffs, as a matter of fact. Well, it doesn't really matter for this week, though. Right. I think that they will take care of business again, Matt. Matt You know what, though, man? You know how good this weekend of football would be if Tony Romo was healthy? I mean, you look at some of the matchups we have, Packers, Green Bay, the Jets, Raiders is wonderful, Bengals, Steelers, you talk about Roethlisberger coming back. Mm. And if Romo was playing in this game with Dez, this would be the marquee game of the weekend, bar none. It would be. I mean, Seattle at Dallas, that's a huge game. Sure. Yeah, you are correct. And didn't Dallas beat uh, the uh, Seahawks in Seattle? Seattle. Yeah, they took it to them. Yep. Yep. It's too bad. We could have had that game. That's too bad. Romo, just stay healthy. (laughs) No, Romo. You know, Daz is going to be tired. Had Daz's catch counted in the divisional round, that would have been your NFC title game. I know. You know what? What the good thing that's come out of this, though, Lavar, is that people finally appreciate that Tony Romo is legit and a great player. Sure, that's I'll tell you what the good thing that came out of Dallas is going into this weekend's game is that you know that they have a hype leader that will have them all pumped up to play very hard in this game. Yeah, you think Greg Hardy's going to pick another fight? Uh, I didn't know that was uh, sar- I didn't know that was being sardonic or not. I thought maybe yeah. that was a sincere. That was sarcasm. I to work with him enough. All right, let's walk, get to it. You know when you're going there. The <laughs> banks of the three rivers, yeah. where the Pittsburgh River convert, uh, where yes. it is formed when the Allegheny, Allegheny and the Monongahela, Monongahela, Bengals at Steelers. Elliot Harrison, I start with you. Pittsburgh. Red flags, here we go. Are they being thrown? Oh. Coscarelli and Arrington throw it. Yeah. 
and it makes me sad to say I too am throwing it. Ben Roethlisberger. You are soured with red. Ben flags, Roethlisberger sir. has an ugly track record in games returning from injury. He's going to be a little bit hobbled there. I think that. You know, the Bengals coming off of uh, the bye have had two weeks to prep for this game. Mm-hmm. You know, listen, I hope I'm wrong, Arrington. You I'll hope you're wrong. Uh, yes, well, of course I do. Listen, I, hope, I hope the Steelers Look win. at those highlights. The reality of it is, is Andy Dalton is truly transitioning into a matured, uh, prolific passer in this game as, as a quarterback. They have so many weapons. They have, they have you know, Eifert. Jones. They have, they, they have Eifert. They, they have Giovanni. I mean, in that the a, difference. I, a healthy they Eifert have, makes you know, such a difference. They have up the middle so there. many players on that offense, but hey, their defense is physical up front. They Geno Atkins and, and the rest of those group, uh, those guys, Mike, Mike Johnson and all those guys. This is probably one of the most well-rounded teams from top to bottom, personnel-wise, oh, I think the they NFL. are. I think they are the most talented it's team. Possible. The only question is number fourteen. The guy under center, aside, they're the most talented roster. And you know, I think Dalton has matured enough where he's ready for these types of games. Gino needs a new PR guy because there was a little surge in profile for him a couple of years ago before the knee injury. People started to acknowledge Gino Atkins, but if you watch the Bengals, he is one of the only guys who's really consistently getting a push. You see the other team center in the backfield oh, all the time. I mean, that is, I mean, you talk about disrupting what an offense wants to do. Atkins is doing that game after game. They're going to have their hands full with Lev Bell, man. I yep. mean, if Roethlisberger's there, you're going to have to respect that. And okay, fine. You want to play six in the box against uh, Pittsburgh? Have fun. Yeah, Good luck with that. Do you know where Pittsburgh's uh, secondary is ranked? The bottom of the league. Just That's saying. the only problem. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. We it's just the saw only problem. It's going to be a problem with Eifert, Giovanni, uh, keeping that defense honest. So. You just saw a team AJ. run for one yard and still win a game. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, kind of but what the Patriots do doesn't equal what any I, I, other team you know, should try. They do disagree. it with voodoo. I don't disagree with you on that. that that's accurate. But all I'm saying is... Is it is now in the information book in the binder that you had a team with one rushing yard win a game? Yeah. The practical bad matchup to Aaron's point there is against the a secondary. good team. Yep. If a the Steelers the Steelers are predicated by necessity because they don't have the pieces at the back end, they are required to generate a pass rush against that offensive line, which people talk about the Cowboys. If eh, this is one A, this is the second best. Their offensive pass line. rush hasn't been what it's needed right. to be. The Steelers are not going to be able to do much uh, uh, against Andy Dalton. He should have a little bit of time to pick them apart, and he's also got a little bit of Flacco to him now, which is to say. Even when he makes mistakes, the worst thing you can be playing against is a QB. He'll just keep on firing. And, mm-hmm. and Dalton, is it seems like it's turned the corner in that regard. He can throw some bad picks. He just keeps on slinging. And, and, uh, yeah. and that's what you want out of your QB. It's Elway-esque, uh, oh, dare I say. Oh. I don't think he's as good. At, no, I'm not, that, wait, scratch, <laughs> remove that from the audio. Oh. I'm not comparing Andy Dalton oh, to wow. John Elway. I'm just saying that, a bit, that resilience is what you want in your QB. <laughs> I'm not, that's all I'm saying. That's the only thing they have in common. Last up. All right. Indy Colts, Carolina Panthers. Like I told football, baby, the Colts are really in a tough spot here. They're playing essentially a black cat the day after Halloween. Uh, what chance do you possibly have here? You don't yeah. want to mess with a black cat. <laughs> Coscarelli, <laughs> how say you? Listen, when, you're, when your fan base Choose. is chanting for the backup quarterback in so he's Indy. He's 40 and bald. Yeah. Who, yeah, but he was bald when he was 25. 
Come on. It's not Good fair. point. True. Yeah. Touche. Um, I'm going. I think football baby said Panthers, he and did. I could not agree with that legendary football baby more. Wow. Anyone want to throw a red challenge flag here? You Colt know? season so isn't on the line. I didn't need my red myself. flag. I didn't even need my red yeah. flag. Go ahead, Elliot. I'll throw it to myself. I yeah. dare you. Yeah. I Caroline. mean, listen, Colts are, you know, yeah. as I always, a, a recurring point that I make, and you'll hear me make it again now, is unless a team is hot garbage in the NFL, hot garbage. the more desperate Woo. team tends to win the game, unless they are a bum team. Now we will find out if the Colts are indeed a bum team. So here. why don't you apply that to the Steelers? They don't beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati wins the AFC North, man. Done and done. You're right. I should. Yeah, bitten by my own The Colts state. are a bum team right now. Yeah. The, the best thing they have going for them is the division in which they play. And don't be surprised if the Jacksonville Jaguars end up stealing that division. I think the best thing they could they, have If you look at what the Colts have coming up here, they have Pittsburgh. They have another game after this one and before Pittsburgh that's a rugged matchup too. The Colts could very easily be 3-6, three 3-7. and six, three and, seven. and if the Jags reel off a win or two there, they're going to be in first place in that terrible I say division. put Matt Hasselback back in. Well, you know, their game plan with Hasselbeck made sense. If you looked at what they did against Houston, man, they ran Frank Gore like 23 times. They were conservative in their play calls. That's they what did, I think you're going to see. They did play of. action. Why not do that? That's what they're going to do. I guarantee you that's what they're going to do. Here's what I'll say. You just saw a whole bunch of highlights with Cam. That's all you need to know. I, the way that guy's playing right now. That's what I started to get to. Do you, before think, Cam, do you think Cam Newton's going to be Superman for Halloween? or? I mean, no. he's Superman every day. You have to right. be someone different. He likes Luther, right. He, um, LeVar, <laughs> though, you know, I started to ask you this before, Elliot, uh, I've asked it too, so I asked the rest of you guys. Cam Newton, to me, Aaron Rodgers is the all-timer, or maybe it's Tom Brady either way, but to me right now, Cam Newton's the MVP of the league in spite of the numbers. Like you say, I mean, they're basically direct snack, snapping it to him as though it's 1956. He just, every play, the ball's in his hands, he's running with it, he's throwing it. I haven't seen anything like that. Uh, listen, if the distinction belongs to a stat line, then you can't go with Cam. If the distinction truly means what it's Valuable, truly meant to right. be, sure. Cam Newton is the and most valuable And look at what he's player. overcome, you know, the adversity. And, and to say that the Panthers haven't, over, haven't been able to achieve big things and, take and, and have a test, I mean, you see them play without Kevin Benjamin. Uh, they beat the Seahawks in Seattle, right? Yep. yep. I mean, that's, that's not first. easy to do. Exactly. That's a first. Um, my yeah. concern with Cam, though, is when you're so vulnerable outside the pocket, I get nervous about injuries, um, and he's been susceptible before. He's not. You know what? He's Although the he's one guy terrible. from this generation. We talked about Colin Kaepernick, RG3, Andrew Luck, Ryan Tannehill. Um, I'm forgetting a couple other names there, but from this generation of, wow, these guys are dual threats. They can burn you with the legs as easily as they can with the arm. All those guys have abandoned that and tried to become more pocket passers. Cam continues to play by his own yeah. rules because... And it's working. I mean, he really is, uh, you know, he is... LeVar Arrington walks into a room and he cuts a figure. Cam Newton is the biggest guy on that team. Yeah, I mean, he, massive, when he walks five. into a room, it is awe-inspiring. He's eating how all big that yogurt. That's what it there is. There are the rest of my picks uh, there for you. You see, I am uh, I am taking the Falcons over the Bucks. I have to go with the Cardinals uh, in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. The Rams, like I say, but this is the bugaboo. Watch out for this one. Jeff Fisher, this is the kind of game they his lose. teams will yeah, lose. Now, Ooh. if they win this one... Make that, uh, make that the cue that the 2015 Rams are a little bit different than their immediate predecessors. They're going to make a playoff run if they can handle. This is a game they should win. If they do, watch out for them. 
Saints, I think, they're quietly now creeping back into things as well. Yes, I think are. the Vikings, I really like that defense. I think they're going to uh, mm-hmm. pick off Cutler oh, a couple times. They're playing there. some football. Ravens. Well, my boy, Mr. Diggs could be your rookie of the year, it's Dark true. Horse. It's very true. Um, but you know what? The Ravens and Chargers, you look at that I'm game. I'm surprised by How this sad Ravens. that one is. That's a sad, uh, the mighty have fallen. If I would have told you, hey, right in front of Halloween, ooh, Chargers, Ravens, ooh, maybe they'll bump that one up to Sunday night. That's such a juicy no, game. No, that's nope. not. They might bump it over to Saturday. <laughs> they might cancel that last one. They might play it at 1.30 We're just going to say you, you guys won by flipping a coin. Well, I know you say that, but the winner of that game is going to be right in the mix for the AFC South. So, I, I know you make jokes. I, that's not a joke. That division could be won by a 6-10 and 10 team. The good news is Ryan Mallett doesn't have another chance to miss his team flight. Oh, so there you go. I thought you put a clinic on here at DDFP. He hey, was putting on a clinic. I got to tell you. That's why he missed the plane. That's, he was too busy being outrageous. Yeah. I got one little dark horse, though, MVP, before we get far away from that, before we wrap it up. If if MVP is the guy most valuable player on a team that's doing well, I think Devontae no, okay. Freeman deserves a little bit of credit, man. That guy is killing it. He mm-hmm. is killing it for the Falcons. They would be nowheresville without him because Matt Ryan, man, Matt Ryan's not playing that well. But is he really a dark horse? I feel like oh, everybody's yeah. getting yeah. Devontae Freeman. Anyway, he was, a, he was well, a running back by committee. But he the has the most started. rushing yards right now. I think I everybody's think if, giving him credit. Well, praise. you know, and you and I do so many fantasy segments sure. that we talk about him all the time. Right. But I'm talking about just straight-up MVP yeah. candidate. I don't think you'd hear anyone I hear you, but, right, the, yeah. but the mitigating factor there is Julio on the field. Julio yeah. provides the distraction. In fact, I thought you might say Julio. I, so I thought you might say, you know, I, I'm not. This is a little bit of a reach there. I thought you were going to say somebody like I think for defensive player of the year mm-hmm. right now. What about Josh Norman uh, for Carolina? Yeah, yeah. He, unfortunately, he's, he's a baller. Well, he's a baller. He's. I heard he's not the most humble guy. I, I mean, <laughs> he can't be right. Good for him though, that. man. You no, got to have that attitude. You don't right? get awards, you know, at that position. Well, I guess you could, but it doesn't matter. All right. Good no. for him. I guess, Miss I guess it's helpful. Congeniality. Isn't that one of isn't that a word? I, I would like for guys to be humble. You know, I agree. You know who's congenial? This is a great transition for us. Stick around for just one second more here, gang. But thank you very much to all of you for coming in. Elliot, keep bringing your friends from HQ. Uh, I like them much better than I like you. This has been – you're a gateway. You're, I'm going to regard you as the gateway. You're the gateway clipper. Yes. Go. That, that goes on the Monongahela, the Allegheny, and the Ohio. Right. Yes. Um, but I hang out for a second a here. I say, I say who's congenial, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, not just in show business, but on the face of the earth is Dave Keckner. You know him from Anchorman and a million other things. He's got a new movie coming out, uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, and I got a chance to sit down with him. Here's our conversation. He's delightful. do 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 da 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 down ba da da boom bam bam dave here we go, everybody. A big star from the world of show business is one of the stars of Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, the great and good Dave Keckner. How are you, fella? I'm fantastic, Dave. One of the nicest people I've ever met in the uh, in the business. Yeah, that's about to change. Really? Just for no reason. All right, I'm ready to go. Tell us about this picture, though. Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. That's the one. Dropping October 30, zombie comedy. That is at its heart, its core. It's about three men, young men that are, are in the middle of a friendship. It's about the the nature of the friendship falling apart and then coming back together inside a zombie movie. Hmm. So there's also hot women. There's also there's one boob shot. So anyway, Ooh. yeah, 
Oh, there's also a very uh, elongated penis. I, oh, so I, I say, yeah, I don't know. Biology is not my strong suit. Is it penis or penis? Let's go penis. I like that. That yeah. sounds Latin. <laughs> In the Latin. Uh, it has a flair to it. It'd be uh, penis, penis, punas. Us as um, the Latin declensions. But we are a little bit off track. I play a scout leader, scout leader Rogers in that thing. It's really my story. Mm -hmm. A man who <laughs> has a hairpiece. It's a good looking hairpiece. What do you think about this? I, if I can make it about me for a moment. Please do. I'm going bald back here. Now, really, you, I, you know, if you don't mind me saying so, they, it's too far gone Chrome for you. Dome. Right. You've seen, remember Ron Popeil 15 years ago? Yeah. He had that, you could spray yeah. it onto your hair. Now they have, it looks like a salt and pepper shaker. Yeah. Fills so, in. I use it. Why aren't you using Propecia and Rogaine? I don't know. Well, I've, I've heard that they affect your panous. No, not if you've got a strong enough mind. Oh, really? You yeah. can overcome that? Of course. It's like the Jedi stuff. It yeah, only yeah. works Which, on the weak Which, by the way, mind. I'm in the new Star Wars picture. Now. Is that right? I didn't know that. That's a lie, but I'm going to start spreading the around. Do that one. Here's the thing. You wouldn't know. Like I said, I was, they'd say, what part? I'm like, I was a stormtrooper. Perfect idea. Yeah, so. you, I was in the trailer. You didn't see me? I am. Very clever. Let's talk about the Chiefs, though. Chiefs. So you, what, who's Housing. your biggest rival? The Chargers, the Raiders, or the Broncos? Well, Who do you hate the, the most? Well, right now, the Broncos. Mm -hmm. I, the only reason I wanted the Broncos to win uh, a couple years ago against the Seahawks was because I was hoping that Manny would then retire. Hmm. But they were done within the first four minutes? Yeah, pretty much. That Game was, was over. Yeah. Do you think Peyton, have you gotten a chance to take a look at him this year? Look at that. Isn't that the best? I've said this before. I'm going to say it again to you now. The best of all referee symbols is the safety. I don't think there's a close second. Does it actually mean this? Didn't have a prayer. Am I right, bro? <laughs> this guy. That's a, that would be a fun story to investigate the origins of all those signs. Right. If you were a referee and you had the signal touchdown, there's a bit of variation from ref to ref. How would you make those? I like this one. I like mimicking the goalposts mm -hmm. rather than like, look at me. That's right. Hey, fans. Isn't that, this is a little bit, of, it's not about the game now. No. I'm refereeing. It's about Ed Hockley or whoever's wearing that striped yeah. jersey. That's I'm right. a rocket. Dave Keckner, I, 15 years ago, when I first moved out here, I would go to Largo, and anytime I heard Naked Trucker and T-Bone were going to be on the stage, I would make way to go and sit there and be among the hundred lucky people that would sit in on that show, and we would tell tales around the funniest thing no one is seeing right I now, know. and then it grew and grew and grew, yeah. and now I sit here with you, so it's a thrill for me yeah. to get the kibitz with you. Then you eventually get a failed TV show, and then you go, hey, you're done. Yeah, yeah. This is your chance, because I'm closing this out here right now, so if you want to start your your descent or your ascent into that was my, that being was my, a prima donna. I was going to knock it over to be funny. Then I thought, I don't know how fragile this is. And He's too out, nice to knock a helmet off the table. Then it turns out I'm a d You're like, yeah. oh, come on, bro. Yeah. It's not, maybe it's just not you to be a prima donna. Yeah, I love it. Take that, NFL. Watch it. And make sure you watch Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse coming out October 30th, unless you're a night owl and maybe they're showing the movie at the crack of midnight. Yeah, there. we are. We're going to do a midnight screen. Of course, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. It's a Halloween movie. Get your ghouls on. Mm -hmm. Let's come out. Let's have some laugh seats. That's right. The great Dave Keckner, everybody.
fun fella. Like I promised, make sure you go see his movie. What a way to celebrate Halloween. You know, go and watch in the Zombie Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, starring the great Dave Keckner. And speaking of great, LeVar Arrington, oh, Aaron thank Coscarelli. You. Thank you, Dave. You guys are great. And also Elliot Harrison's here. <laughs> <so it's> terrific. <laughs> no, listen, what a pleasure. Make sure you watch them all seven to nine on the East Coast and Pacific time. But if you're up early on the Pacific, you can, on the West Coast, you can watch them nice and early at 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. NFL HQ. They're chopping it up five days a week doing gangbusters work there. It's 5 a.m. It's close. Five, yeah, it's wait. Close. 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. But, you know, hey. So, no, 7 to 9 means 4. <laughs> no. What is you messed it up, you the, messed first up time. the first time. What do you mean? It's, Seven to nine? It, no, it's eight to ten Eastern. Eight, it's eight, eight to ten, Chuck. It's eight to I ten. said to Aaron, isn't it seven to nine? And you said it's yes. It's eight to ten. I, don't put that on me. That's, that. that's your host, Coscarelli, that's, not that's, Damashek. I asked Taylor owner dice. I that's said, okay. is it seven to nine? You said yes, Coscarelli. Don't let me twist. Well, at the least we know that, that, that they're not watching the show. You know what? Do I like that. this bit of acrimony. The next time LeVar comes in here, we're going to get to the bottom of this Ross Tucker beef from way back when. And we're going to settle this thing, but we got to get Ross Tucker to be a part of it. In the meantime, you and I, I know we're rooting Steelers this weekend, but come next September, the renewal of the rivalry. Beast of the East, Penn State, Pitt. Just as a little reminder, I'm going to pull your hair right now and let you see what the what your what your knit lions have in store for them. Ready? Here we go. Find out more on the next DDFP. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.